Hello, this is John Sloat. And Rory McLeod. You're listening to HAE Radio, a show exploring the realities of life with HAE in Canada. In this segment, we'll be introducing you to our partners at Hereditary Angioedema International, HAEI. HAEI is a global nonprofit network of patient associations. They are dedicated to raising awareness of C1 inhibitor deficiencies around the world. Today, we will hear from Henrik Ballet Boyson. Henrik is the Executive Director for Hereditary Angioedema International, HAEI. He has been working as a patient advocate with HAE organizations for over a decade. We spoke with him about his involvement with HAE and his perspective on Canada and the global HAE community. We reached him today in Denmark. So yeah, hi, my name is uh, Henrik Valle-Boysen. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I'm uh, 49 years old and um, just for, for, for your information, I'm also an HAE patient. Um, I'm actually type 1 to be specific, and um, a little bit of background on my family is that three years ago I um, married a wonderful woman who also has HAE type 1, and uh, together we have four kids. Uh, She had two from previous marriage and I had two, and when we were all together in the house, out of six, five of us um, actually have HAE. So um, I can tell you we know a little bit about living with HAE on an everyday basis. What do you do with HAEI? Well, for HAI, I have the pleasure of running the daily operations and uh, securing a healthy development of our organization. And what is HAEI? HAI is the uh, global umbrella organization uh, for the world's HA patient organizations. And uh, we work in numerous areas, uh, developing member organizations for one, which is at the top of our list, um, but we're also raising awareness wherever we can on a global basis, and we try to secure funding also for HAE research. That's, uh, that's very interesting. Um, what's your relationship with HAE? Uh, for me personally, uh, things started out in, in 2001, where I um, uh, started the Danish Patient Association. And... Um, since then, uh, things have really gone fast. Um, in, in 2004, I became uh, an executive committee member of the, or a board member, as you may say, of HAI. Um, at that point, we were about eight to nine countries that were coming together once or twice a year from uh, uh, different parts of the world. And the folks that were involved with HAE, both then and for that matter also now, they are all extremely passionate about HA. Um, and what you have to remember is that back in those days, uh, in 2004, most of our members uh, did not even have access to, to HA medication. Uh, how did things evolve with you and HAEI? Well, from what I just said, um, we had uh, uh, some great uh, experience uh, meeting uh, once or twice a year. We had uh, ex- uh, good experience in exchanging valuable ideas uh, uh, about the worldwide HA community. Uh, but however, and, and since all of us had a full-time job uh, next to what we were doing for a patient organization, and we also had our national member organizations that we had to run, many of the great ideas that we had during those meetings never got any further. So in order to cater for that, the president of HAI, uh, Anthony J. Castaldo from the U.S., uh, who is... Uh, 
who has been the president for HAI since the beginning in 2004 and uh, still is the president uh, of HAI. Uh, he had uh, the idea, uh, together with the rest of the executive committee, to approach me and ask if I would be interested in working full-time for HAI as the executive director. And uh, I can tell you it was not a tough decision to make because uh, I've always been passionate about HAE and can you imagine how it would be to work full-time with something that you've spent your whole spare time on um, and, and be allowed to do that, not only in your spare time. It was amazing for me. And then I started um, as the executive director uh, with HAI on September 1, 2009. And uh, since then, we've grown our global uh, presence uh, now covering 46 countries. Uh, it's been a super interesting ride over the years. Um, helping the best possible way we could, engaging and motivating great HGE friends around the world to get organized and to start fighting for the rights. That, that sounds like uh, quite the journey. How much attention has been given to HAE in Canada compared to other countries in the global HAE community? Well, Canada, uh, in my opinion, also has been uh, part of that uh, roller coaster trip here. And, um, and I personally had the pleasure of being part uh, of the whole process of, of uh, getting Canada started all over again. Um, and I've always been amazed with the enthusiasm that I was met with uh, here, and uh, I'm even more amazed looking at what HA Canada has achieved over the past two to three years. Not only growing the uh, membership and creating more awareness uh, and getting access to medication, uh, but also building an organization with great resources and many creative ideas to further enhance the life of HAE patients and the families in Canada. So I, in my opinion, uh, Canada has, has done a, a tremendous job for, uh, over the last two to three years. And I want to congratulate you guys on that. Well, thank you very much. We, we couldn't have done it without your help. All right, so uh, do you have any exciting news or information on what is going on in the global HAE community? Absolutely, I do. Indeed, there's always a lot of things going on in the world of HAI. Um, you may also read the HAI newsletter, which keeps you updated on the most recent news from around the globe. We strive to issue eight editions of the newsletter every year, uh, and that's a great way to stay tuned about what's going on globally in our HAE world. A couple of projects that I would like to mention, though, is, uh, first of all, uh, the HAI Global Access Program, or short HAI GAP. Uh, where we aim to help patients in countries who currently have no HAE medication available to access medication in a legal and ethical manner through the HAI gap. We have partnered with experts in the field, a uh, company called Clinigen uh, IDIS, to create the first worldwide global access program ever initiated by a patient organization. I find that quite an interesting uh, uh, project and, and uh, uh, we are looking right now to further expand the global access program with uh, as many drugs, uh, HAE drugs as we can uh, and get into as many countries in the world as possible. Um, so we are actually, as you probably can imagine, quite proud of this first achievement here. And now we focus on, on, on spreading the word about the HAI gap uh, and find ways to get medicine out to people no matter where they live in the world. But also, I would like to remind all our Canadian HAE friends that the 2016 HAE Global Conference will take place in Madrid, Spain, in May 2016, specifically from the 19th until the 22nd of May. 
There'll be an interesting program waiting for you there, and this time we do, of course, still have the dedicated patient sessions and the scientific sessions for the healthcare professionals. But additionally, we will this time introduce an HAE youth track, as well as a nurse's experience exchange and educational track. The HAE Global Conference is a unique opportunity to meet with HAE friends from around the globe and a fantastic way to create new friendships across borders and even continents. We expect to welcome around 600 people from more than 40 countries this time in Madrid. So make sure that you mark your calendars out there and get ready for the registration, which we expect to launch later this autumn. Thank you, Henrik, for uh, taking time to talk with us today. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future. That would be my pleasure. Thank you for listening to this edition of HAE Radio. HAE Radio is a podcast produced by HAE Canada that aims to raise awareness about HAE in Canada by conveying relevant information to our audience. HAE Radio seeks to create a positive environment where listeners can engage with the HAE community on a wide range of topics. HAE Radio is made possible by the support of our sponsors, CSL Bearing, Shire, and Biochrist. We would also like to thank our partner, HAEI, for their continued support. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at haeradio at haecanada.org. This episode was released on September 18th, 2015. HAE Radio is an HAE Canada production. Please visit us at our website, www.haecanada.org. <laughs>